0: The Journey with Dave and Dodsey, an initiative of the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong and Pulse
1: 94.1.
2: G'day everyone, thanks for tuning into The Journey. I hope you're having a great weekend wherever you are, right around the country. It's nearing the end of school holidays and no doubt there are a few people on the road today driving home after being on holes with the family and recharging the batteries. Well, good luck to you. Here's a bloke whose life is just one big holiday. (laughs) Oh, you're right. Dave Collins, how are you, champ?
3: I'm doing well. Where did you get that rumour from?
2: Well, you always seem so
3: relaxed. Yeah, true. Remember the good old days, due Two-week holidays. You were looking forward to them and you thought they'd last forever?
2: Mate, I taught for 20 years and now I don't. And I know exactly what it's like not to be on two weeks' holidays when everyone else is.
3: Yeah, Anyway, to all those listeners who are tuned in on the road today... It goes without saying, take care. There's always extra traffic. We know about that. And then a little bit of tiredness creeps in as well when we're traveling home from the holiday. So take it easy. Remember, it's not that important to be home on time, especially when you're coming back from the holidays. Well, dude, I know you're looking forward to today's show. Well, sure I am,
2: mate. It's going to be a great show. I've had a look at the lineup today and, well, I've had a sneak listen to some of the inputs as well. So, everyone's in store for a great show. Now, Dave, I believe you've some news you want to pass on all of our listeners. Some some good news.
3: We have some great news. Grant Dodds, one of our friends here at The Journey, and his lovely wife, they've had a baby named Isaac. Long awaited and long prayed for. So, Sarah and Grant, wow, that is great news.
2: And baby Isaac has been much longed for. So, um, keep praying for you guys Uh, i know it's been a big journey for you and it's it's fantastic news so from all of us on the journey good luck and uh, and we hope everyone's going real well
3: yeah, a big congratulations to Grant and Sarah. Now, Jude, a big welcome once again to all of our new listeners around the country. Wow, this is great to hear, especially the new guys in Bendigo who've come on board with the show just in the past few weeks. It's great to have you part of the Journey family.
2: Yeah, wherever you are, if you're listening in your car via live streaming or if you're tuning in via podcast, it's great to have you listening in to this week's show and make sure you tell people about the Journey. It's certainly growing in popularity and we love the fact that so many people right around the country are are enjoying it. You're getting from Sister Hilda with the wisdom from the Abbey this week. Trish McCarthy joins us today, and I know we've got a great story from Bruce Downs, the Catholic guy, who's going to tell us what we can do when we're not feeling inspired.
3: First up, we're going to have our Gospel reflection for this Sunday's Gospel reading for the 15th Sunday in Ordinary Time, and it's from Matthew chapter 13. And this week, our sound editor, Mm -hmm. Rachel, is giving some insights into the Gospel reading for this Sunday.
2: That's it, mate. She's about to head off for a year of mission with the national evangelization team, NET, they call them, in Canada. They're all over the world. There's NET Australia, There's NET. they're all over the place. So she's heading off to share her faith with young people. We've asked her to step in this week and give us some thoughts on this week's gospel. Let's hear what she has to say.
3: Yeah, lucky young lady indeed. So let's get into it. Faith, hope, love, and life. You're on the journey.
4: Here's this week's reflection on the gospel. Today's readings are from Isaiah and Matthew. A farmer is very careful during planting season. He selects the best seeds, chooses the most fertile land, and plants each crop in just the right location. He does all of this in the expectation of a good harvest. Yet, despite all his effort, he can't make the seeds grow. It's up to the seeds themselves. By contrast, it's our Heavenly Father who makes the seed of faith in our hearts grow and bear fruit. And he does it by pouring his word on us like a gentle rain shower. Today's first reading tells how fruitful God's word is. It never comes back to him empty. His words are promises filled with divine potential. Every day, our Father speaks words of life over us. He tells us about His hope-filled plans for us in Jeremiah. He tells us about His everlasting love for us. He tells us that He delights in us in Isaiah. And He tells us that we are blessed because we can see signs of His presence in the world. If we can accept these words, they will unleash grace in our lives That will make us into fruitful, attractive witnesses to our faith. Do you want to bear fruit for the Lord? Then take hold of God's word and never let it go. Every day spend time with the scriptures. Let them speak to your heart. Let them form your mind. Let them guide your actions. Find God's presence through his word. And it will help you discover the grace that God has planted in you like a seed. Jesus is speaking his word to you all the time, right now, at this very moment. He wants to tell you something. Take the time to listen. Let our prayer today be, Father, open my eyes to see you. Open my ears to hear you. Open my heart to receive you. Come, Lord, and speak life to my soul. Faith, hope, love and life. This is The Journey. Here's Sister Hilda with Wisdom from the Abbey.
5: There's a great Jewish story told about the crossing of the Red Sea. You know the real story well. The Israelites have been slaves in Egypt and finally they are set free in the most dramatic of circumstances. In this story, the waters of the Red Sea part... And while that means the Israelites can get across safely, the receding waters mean the death and obliteration of the pursuing Egyptian army. The story goes that after the event, the Israelites were of course turbulent, dancing and singing to their heart's content, praising God. God, however, was sitting on a rock, looking into the sea and crying. The Israelites couldn't make it out and said to him, "'Why are you so sad?' Look, we've been saved, the Egyptians are all dead, we're free. God simply looked at them and replied quietly, Yes, I know, but they were my children too. We don't often think about that, do we? The very people who give us grief, who wreck our days, who are rude to us, who lie to us, etc., etc., etc. Perhaps you can think of someone as I'm speaking. Those very people are God's children too. He cries over them too, cries over their misguidedness, their sinfulness, over the anguish that have made them who they are. You and I very easily think in terms of goodies and baddies, and sometimes tend to see life only in those terms. Listen to any conversation you like and you'll hear it, but God, on the other hand, the God who would walk over hot coals for you, he has this incredible capacity to be on all our sides wouldn't it make a difference if you and i could be like that too i suspect that if we even started thinking like that once a day you'd notice a huge shift in absolutely everything around you
2: you're listening to the journey and we just heard from sister hilda scott with her wisdom from the abbey Always good to have Sister Hill on the show, eh
3: Dave? It is indeed. What a lovely lady. I've been lucky enough to meet her in person. She's very popular. She seems to have a heart and a voice that speaks to mm. all people, Jude, no yep. matter who they are. Yep. And this week's input their my children too, was very, very powerful. Yeah, it indeed.
2: was, mate, no doubt about that. If you're a Sister Hilda fan, like many of our listeners, don't forget that you can go back and listen to all of her stuff or any of our inputs by listening to podcasts to the show linked to radio.dow.org.au. Time to listen to Trish McCarthy. Love Trish's Milk and Honey yep. segment, always practical advice for healthy, happy, gospel living. And this week, she's talking to us about peace,
3: faith, hope, love, and life. You're tuned to The Journey. And
6: now it's time for Milk and Honey with Trish McCarthy. One of the things that most inspires me is peace. In Jesus' words, he says, My peace I give you, a peace the world cannot give. Now that is significant. A peace the world cannot give. Which signifies that it is outside anything we would ordinarily experience. An inspiring and beautiful man was called home recently. And his family described the celebration of his life as a man at peace with himself and at peace with the world it prompted me to ask the question am I living in such a way that I experience being at peace with myself and at peace with the world that God created for me this doesn't just relate to my spiritual journey but overflows into my physical life as well can I say the foods I choose to consume bring peace and healing to my body or do they bring dis-ease do the physical activities I participate in Bring peace, strength, and movement to my body, or do they bring disease? Do the relationships I surround myself with and invest in create peace in my heart, or do they contribute to disease? Sit still long enough today and ask God to fill you with His peace, a peace the world cannot give. And in doing so, seek to transfer that peace into your everyday living. Switch off to advertising and consumerism and soak in the flavour of fresh berry or seasonal fruit. Get caught up in the flow of movement you participate in today. Gardening, dancing, walking, stretching, weightlifting, and be fully present. Be attentive to the conversation you have with a friend. Put your phone where you can't reach it and listen to their body language. Look into their eyes. Be still in their presence, free from distractions, and offer your peaceful presence into their story.
4: Together on the Journey. Faith, hope and love for life in all its fullness.
2: Welcome back to The Journey. I hope you're enjoying the show today. Wherever you are, right around the country, either live, through your local Christian radio, online or via podcast.
3: I want to give a big cheerio to our listeners down in the beautiful Aubrey, Wodonga region and also Wagga. I know those areas really well mm. and they are lovely places. Yeah, you in love De- it down
2: there, don't you? You get down there a bit. It's good.
3: Yeah, I get down there for work and friends as well and it's great to have them listening into the show. I hope you're all staying warm down there. I know it gets pretty cold this time of year but I'm sure the log fires are being cranked up down there at the moment.
2: Best snow since 74 in the snowies, I reckon, Dave. Oh, so I really? hope they've got plenty of... yeah. 74, that's what they're saying. So I hope they've got plenty of winter woolies to rug up down there in those southern regions. Dave, I wanted to say a big cheerio to all of the scripture teachers who listen to the show, and there's plenty of them who do that. A few articles of late in the Sydney and Melbourne media and some of them on TV as well, have been really having quite a, an, I suppose, an unbalanced and quite critical shot yeah. at what these amazing volunteers do, you know, and uh, they haven't told the truth of the contribution that these guys make to uh, to education systems right throughout the country. They, they're they trained, they use really good curriculums, they're uh, providing a choice for parents in our multi-faith, multicultural society for faith of their families That's that's really credible and a strength of public education. So thank you for all you do. I know that in New South Wales that scripture teachers see about 220,000 kids a week. I think there's about 8,000 kids going to ethics classes and good on them That's good that that choice is available for parents too but let's not underestimate the incredible contribution that these guys make to uh, well, to public education and to, the, to these lives of young kids who uh, you know, who really value and the parents who really value having this formation in the faith of their family.
3: As a scripture teacher myself, here here to that Jude, thanks yeah. very much for those kind comments
2: No worries mate, I know you're one of the thousands who, who share your faith with kids in scripture Classes, so good on you.
4: Here are the missionaries of God's love with the call.
1: It takes great boldness to be a great sinner or a great saint. Most people prefer to sit somewhere in between in the world of small sins. As Jesus gathered with his disciples before his passion, we see two extreme positions being taken by two of the disciples. The beloved disciple, who we could assume is to be John is leaning against the breast of Jesus in an intimate trust. On the other side is Judas, who decides to betray Jesus. But in between these two figures are the other ten apostles who sit in silence. We do not know what they were thinking at the time. Some of them may have had the same doubts as Judas, or the same trust and devotion as John. But none of them had the courage or the boldness to act on what was in their heart. The other ten did not betray Jesus, but they did run away instead of going to the cross with their Lord. We could say that this is a reflection of the whole church. There are a very small number of people who rebel against Christ, in the same way that there are very few who take up the challenge to become saints. Most of us live in this in-between space. We may have the desire to follow Jesus to the cross, but in our fear we end up following everyone else, staying in the safe place of our cowardice. Perhaps this is why Jesus says that the tax collectors and sinners are the first to enter the kingdom. They had the boldness to go against the crowd and sin in a big way. So once they encountered Christ, they were able to turn that same boldness towards holiness we need to look deeply at the image of Christ upon the cross, with only one of his disciples standing with him. Out of the twelve in the story, who do we want to be? I'm Father Dave Callahan from the Missionaries of God's Love. Find out more about us at mglpriestsandbrothers.org
4: You're listening to The Journey. Music, interviews and wisdom for living life to the full. And now... Inspiring you to dream. Here's Bruce Downs, the Catholic Guy.
0: Have you ever felt uninspired, like you just can't get in the flow of things? I know I have. I've struggled to get started on writing. I've struggled to start projects around the house. There are days when it all seems easy and there are days when it's just a drag. Maybe Mondays do it for you. Or maybe someone at work. Or maybe the pilot jobs at home drains your inspiration. Whatever the cause, I've often believed that I have to feel inspired before I get started. So I try to find that right place to write, with just the right light and temperature so I'm comfortable. And I try to listen to just the right music. And hopefully I'll have read the right books in the few days before I'm sitting down to be inspired so that my brain is feeling full. See, we all have this romantic idea of creativity, that it is this ultra-inspired thing that happens. The problem is our lives are never situated just right for maximum inspiration, are they? We have distractions. We have problems. We have blocks. We are tired. And the quest for inspiration becomes just procrastination, if we're honest. We never start because we're trying to get inspired. That's why I like Chuck Close so much. He's one of the most accomplished painters of our time, and this is what he had to say about inspiration. Inspiration is for amateurs. The rest of us. Just work. Isn't that brilliant? Inspiration is for amateurs, the rest of us. Just work. What if we stopped trying to feel inspired and just did something? We might just be surprised at how inspiring the results are. And as Christians, we should come before God and say, God, would you inspire me? You were the one who was inspired with the diversity of creation and all that you made. Would you work in me as I've got a task to do, which is going to require me to be inspired as I create. What is before me. why don't you join me at thecatholicguy.com where well, hopefully you'll be inspired to dream
4: And now with their tips for vibrant marriages and family life here's Byron and Francine Perola with Smart Loving
7: Is it possible for couples to help their marriage simply by watching movies?
8: Hi, we're Byron and Francine Perola from Smart Loving and today we're discussing movie marriages
7: We came across an interesting study recently The study of newlywed couples looked at the impact of two popular marriage programs, Care and Prep. There was a control group who did nothing, and also a fourth comparison group which did a self-help program that involved watching and discussing five movies. So what were the results?
8: It turns out that doing nothing is definitely not a good idea for your marriage. Those couples had a higher incidence of marriage breakdown. About a quarter of them were either divorced or separated within three years. So clearly doing nothing is not a great idea. Both care and prep were confirmed to be effective programs and those participants had less than half the breakdown rate as those who did nothing.
7: The big surprise, however, was the self-help movie chat program. It turned out to be as effective as either of the formal courses. Wait a minute. Is it really possible that the simple act of watching a movie together is as effective in reducing the marriage breakdown rate as participating in a structured school-based program? Apparently it is. So what's going on here?
8: Well, firstly, it's not just any old movie. The movie selected for the study was specifically chosen for their relational realism. The study authors avoided popular romantic movies and instead selected movies that showed couples dealing with the highs and lows that are common to every marriage, displaying both well and poorly handled challenges.
7: Secondly, you've got to talk about it too. The task for the participants was more than just watching a movie, they were also required to discuss the movie for 30 to 45 minutes afterwards, using a structured set of questions provided by the research team. So this is not an indulgence into movie escapism, the whole effort was to foster connection. This study
8: actually confirms something we have long held to be true, that while it takes some effort, it doesn't take much effort to positively impact your marriage.
7: We're Francine and Byron Parola, and for more tips, visit smartloving.org. Another
2: great input from Byron and Francine Parola. Smart loving for smart marriages. And that brings us to the end of another week, Dave.
3: It can't all be over already.
2: It's all over.
3: Huh? Okay, fair enough. Well, everyone, thanks for listening in to the journey it has flown by. Hang in there as we hit midwinter. It is getting very picky chilly in certain Listening areas around the country, maybe have some nice soup as well. You always like some nice soup in winter, Jude.
2: No, I do. Warms you from the inside out. It's as simple <laughs> as that. It's the only way to go. Never thought of it that way. Yeah, hey, you're making me hungry, buddy. Stop it. Okay. I encourage you to give us some feedback on our Facebook page. Just look for the Journey Catholic Radio in your search engine. We can also follow the links to past podcasts of the show.
3: Keep in mind, if your show isn't being played on your local Christian radio station, and you're listening in via podcast or live streaming, give them a call. I'm sure they'd love to hear from you and get some input from you if you would like to have The Journey playing in your local region on your local Christian radio station.
2: Yeah, mate, I actually heard from some people this week and I encourage them to do just that. They said they're listening in via podcast and they'd love it played in their region. Well, the best thing to do is to give them a call at your local uh, radio station. They're always looking for good new inputs and uh, we'd really encourage people to do it. They can access it for free get it out there and really encourage lots and lots of people to listen in often new audiences Mm. to listen in to Christian Radio
3: well it's being promoted all around the country in Catholic schools parishes also agencies let's get on to next week's show we'll be doing it all again great music great interviews great inputs from our awesome presenters now before I let you go a big cheerio to all our growing band of listeners through podcasts live streaming our new regions as well taking the show Bendigo Aubrey Wodonga Gippsland and, of course, the Illawarra.
2: It's great to have them all on board. Next week, we've got a big celebration. All right, it's not that big. It's little. It's our 50th show. We'll be doing it all again with our 50th show, Faith, Hope, Love and Life. You've been listening to The Journey. The Journey is produced by the Catholic Diocese of Wollongong in cooperation with Pulse 94.1 and edited by Jude Hennessy and Daniel Hopper from the Office of the Bishop.
0: You have been listening to The Journey on cradio.org.au. You can listen into The Journey in Wollongong by tuning into Pulse 94.1 on Sundays from 11am to 12pm or Wednesdays from 10 to 11pm. And you can tune in from anywhere else in the world through the Pulse 94.1 website or streaming on cradio on Sundays from 8 to 9pm. To find all the episodes of The Journey, and for more shows, talks, and interviews, visit cradio.org.au.